1: speak speak carrie has been speaking to Tony in Canterbury Tales old Eng- old English I went
2: speak and then I went speak
1: and it really took Tony out of his chew zone He tilted his head and now he's pacing He
2: was it kind of made him nervous but he was interested
1: mm-hmm. He's intrigued he does not know what to make of it Speck. much like me in freshman year of high school when I was told about Canterbury Tales Did you
2: speak in old English
1: no, but they read you read it in, like, Old English or whatever.
2: Old English is the funniest shit in the it's world. It's amazing.
1: How are they not laughing 24-7 <laughs> when they were talking to each other?
2: Well, they also, they would say all these weird words, or these weird variations of, like, words we say, and then they would just randomly be like, fucker. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker. Like, they would, like, they were speaking in, like...
1: They were foul-mouthed heathens.
2: But they, they sweared like we do. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, you piece of shit. I love it. Spake.
1: Spake. <laughs> Motherfuck. You fly shit.
2: Spake, you dog shit. <laughs> Eat shit. Eat shit and die, Eat you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> That's more Summer Heights high. Oh, my God. Tones don't start. That show. Love it miss it. Feel like shit, want it back.
2: Um. Really quick, Lara and I need to talk about something that happened to us on Sunday. You might have seen it if you follow either of us on Instagram, but Lara and I were at a farmer's market
1: a huge moment took
2: place in melrose place of all places Mm -hmm. and i looked over and i saw this paparazzo and it's like a you know it's crowded it's sunday
1: it's sunday but the vibe is not paparazzi vibe at that at that farmer's market no specifically
2: everyone kind of looks like katherine schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. and like has like brown hair yeah and you're like okay
1: they're milling about getting their veggies.
2: And I saw this paparazzo, and he had a long lens. And I was like, oh, that's either, like, at first I was like, oh, is the city hired someone to take photos? (laughs) The city of WeHo.
1: You're, like, ready for your photo op? Yeah. You're like, how much? Is it $5? Will you email it to me? Yeah. We should have asked him to take our photo. Honestly, I'm not above that.
2: I would have given you know him twenty <laughs> bucks to plug for our podcast and our tour. To
1: just, I was like, yeah, we should have actually been like, we will give you, we'll
2: give you a hundred dollars, we'll give you a
1: hundred dollars to follow us around for the rest of the farmers market and take candid, low key shots of us. Yeah. And then oh God, we can we use them. That? I don't know. I've always wanted to do that. We well, did time. kind of do
2: it in Hawaii. I know. But you mean here?
1: I mean here. I would like to go everywhere I go. I would like to do that. But like, it didn't even occur to me in that me moment. But next I was, time, I think I was like
2: a little stupefied. When we I were saw both him. starstruck. Well, then, then we saw who he was photographing, and it was none other than Addison Ray, who I called Olivia Rigo like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs>
1: queen of TikTok herself. Queen of
2: TikTok. Queen of a medium that we are now. Trying our hand at our hat at and We're
1: killing it. We're killing
2: it on TikTok, but no one kills it like
1: No one AR. kills it like Miss Ray.
2: And she was there she went walking down in Doc Martens and And a little bodysuit. A little bodysuit, and she was flanked by two unremarkable looking men. hmm Just live, laugh, loving. Her big premiere weekend of He's All That, starring Kourtney Kardashian as Jessica Miles Miles Torres. That's her name. <laughs> Wow. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's... Honey? I was like, hey. Um, There she was just bouncing down, casual. People were looking. People started noticing. But Mm -hmm. Laura and I immediately were like,
1: No one noticed as hard as we noticed. We looked at each other and went. We stood by, like I completely stopped in my tracks, watched the paparazzo and then watched her and just stood there watching the whole thing go by. I
2: took photos of her paparazzi Mm moment. And then as she walked by him, I did hear him go, thank you so much.
1: And she goes, You're welcome.
2: So like, clearly, it was a photo op, Mm -hmm. which is well, all paparazzi. Yeah,
1: like anytime that that happens, (laughs) it's a paid. Yeah, yeah, but like anyone that gets them these days, it's fully like,
2: yeah, especially these days. Yeah. So then Laura and I were like, "Oh, that was cute." And then later, as we were leaving, Laura was like, "I want to stop at the florist," and I was like, "Oh, I want to get flowers for Simon." So we were like. Rummaging through the flou- the florist, just like live, laugh, loving. We went into that fancy store. What mm-hmm. was it called? Summer fancy.
1: Oh, Love Shack fancy. Summer fancy. <laughs> I, Summer wanted, fancy. I wanted to go in. Carrie wanted to go in because I told him about how that brand is one of the most psychotic brands ever, just in its like ruffle and ruched and like frilliness. It's very for um, so expensive.
2: What's that, Bridgerton?
1: It's like but it's not even Bridgerton. It's like it's like Ho Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: and then there was like a ho summer wedding dress. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. It was a
1: full love track fancy lifestyle. They had like a pillow that said like mon chéri.
2: Mon chéri. Like so they we-
1: have it's like anthropology mm-hmm. on crack.
2: Oh, I was so into it.
1: Yeah, and like quilt, it's like quilty. It's mm-hmm. like so girly things kind and of. Like, and like <laughs>
2: And, like, <laughs> hollow wood floors where every time you walked, you just heard
1: and it cr- it's like crick, creaky. Crick, crick. Yeah, but, like, then a frilly skirt for $495.
2: Everywhere, Turner kind of made this face.
1: It really gives me, like, Abercrombie. Like, mm-hmm. back in the day, like, I feel like they had little flouncy, like, mini skirt frillies. And, like, mm. I was get one of those with, like, a little tank top or, like, juicy couture back in the day.
2: There were some Gen Z TikTok girls in also in body suits taking photos outside of it in front of like, it yeah. i was like that's where we need to go
1: mm-hmm. let us go in there and i was glad i hadn't been in there before and i needed to i needed to see for myself so Check like it took, out. we took
2: like mirror length photos and then like we're like so we were like we were vibing at melrose <laughs> summer fancy summer <laughs> fancy we
1: went in that it store summer summer, it is it was summer, summer fancy english
2: summer countryside vibes mm-hmm. like florence and the machine would wear no maybe not
1: no it's like i'm t- it's like it's like you're. It's like those, those You're twins. slutty, but you're also girly. Mm. You're prop. You're a proper slut. <laughs> you're, you're proper, a proper slut. Slag. And it's like teenagers are. I read like a Wall Street Journal article that teenagers are obsessed with love shack. <laughs> now I'm calling it summer it Summer just called summer. Obsessed with their summer fancy dresses, which start at like five hundred dollars. So like the teenage Absolutely status not. symbol. Is a Love Shack fancy dress and Golden Goose sneakers. So you're rocking like a $1,400 outfit. I'm really glad that I'm not a teen. Which one are Golden Goose sneakers? They're the sneakers that literally look like they've been run over by a car that also costs like $600. You would notice them. They're like, they look very Euro. And they're distressed and have like a star on the side of them. Like they literally look like Goodwill sneakers. You can do that. I can literally
2: take these shoes out into the road and scuff them mm-hmm. and call them. And you
1: save like $1,200 by That's, doing
2: that. We had Hollister, American Eagle, and Abercrombie. And that was it. That was about it.
1: And that was pretty, that was pricey in or my book. Gap. Yeah, or the Gap. But I, I got off Gap and went right to Abercrombie. I was never really an Abercrombie guy. Loved it. I loved their like quarterly magazine like was always trying to secretly get them because my mom did not let me go in Abercrombie because she was like it's pornographic what they do
2: well those bags I would like I feel like I like jerked off to some of those like Abercrombie bags of those guys it was the
1: hottest people and then their quarterly magazines were just like boobs like a naked girl on a horse and I was into that (laughs) obviously (laughs) (laughs) and
2: (laughs) my best friend Matt was an Abercrombie employee
1: Oh my god! I thought and you were gonna say a model, and well, I was like, "Of course." He
2: he would. I think he he did both. I think he stood outside. Don't know. Yeah. He did the folding and like was an associate, but he also he was like, "Hey." He was also like, "Hey, come on in."
1: Oh, I would go anywhere that he greeted me. Right. I saw him in the building the other day, and I was like, "It's gonna be a good day." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Matt, we love you if you're listening.
1: Friend of the pod, Matt.
2: So then we were in the floor. Sorry, this is. A- It's okay, we had to talk about it. Summertime Fancy just really brought me back. (laughs) Um, And then we went to the floral area, the florist tent. And then all of a sudden we looked behind us. And Laura looked at me and went, she's there. And I looked over and Addison Ray was right by us, picking out flowers, picking out sunflowers. Kind of just like, and I could see some people noticing her. And then I was like this, and I took some sneaky like.
1: We lurked a little bit. We
2: lurked. I felt very old. And
1: then I was like, we have to get a picture. Like, now is the right time to ask. It's not, like, bothersome and it's low-key and we can just, like, get a pick off really quick. Plus, I, I, like, live for my queen Addison, so I needed a pick.
2: But I was at first, didn't I say no?
1: I think you were game. I was game. You asked for it.
2: I went right up to her and I was like, hey, can we get a photo? And she went, sure.
1: She was so nice. Of course. Yeah. A total delight.
2: She took one of those, like, side, like... And then I said, congrats on your movie. And she went, oh, my God, thank you. And then walked off. And then we saw her post those same flowers we saw her picking out. Mm -hmm. She posted them on her Instagram. It was a moment. And kind of made it look like someone had given them to her, which I loved.
1: Oh, I thought I got the feeling that it was like she's just having like a flowery Sunday.
2: She's just vibing.
1: Anytime I see someone with like flowers on a Sunday, I think like, oh, you went and had yourself a little Mm -hmm. pick out the flowers moment.
2: And then the florist told us that Kendall Jenner was also there.
1: And then we looked for about 10 minutes for Kendall we and could it, not find her. We
2: booked it down. I felt very like, I was like, wow, we're like rats.
1: <laughs> the florist goes, who was that? But you, we, we, After we took the photo. And yeah. we're like, it's Addison Ray." She's like on TikTok. And he was like, uh, I don't know.
2: He was like, I don't fucking know. He
1: was like, some Kardashian or Jenner was in here. And I was like, Kendall? And he yeah. was like, yes. And we were but like, it, bye, I gotta go.
2: But it, do you think it was Kendall or was it Courtney?
1: Hard to say.
2: Well, Courtney's in Italy right now.
1: Yeah, she's in Italy. Kendall is back in Los Angeles. She was spotted at Nobu later that day in Malibu. So I was like, it's possible that she would come to the farmer's market.
2: She went all, she, took, she she's went. All, they
1: drive all over the place. They're truly unbothered by LA traffic, like they living live for in it. Calabasas and then. Calabasas. <laughs>
2: Calabasis.
1: Going to like Melrose, back to Malibu. Like they just they go live, wherever they want.
2: They live for the drive from the west side. Mm-hmm. They live for the PCH. They live for the wind whipping at their faces, the sea air. And then like a jaunt from wherever the fuck Hidden Hills to Melrose Place. Not a problem. No. She'll zip on over in her vintage. Get in
1: the G-Wagon. Fire yeah. up the G-Wagon and let's go.
2: Yeah. I'm like... One of my goals is to be parked next to one of them at a stoplight.
1: I feel like that's achievable.
2: Yeah. Like I'm surprised I haven't seen Chloe.
1: Just drive more, you know?
2: I'm I drive all the time. You're
1: always driving. She's I'm always driving. On the move.
2: I'm always in my Honda. <laughs> Someone recently Your asked, Honda
1: is a content farm. It is. You have your own, like, social media house, and it's just your Honda. My
2: Hype House is my Honda Element. <laughs> your Hype element. House is
1: your Honda Element, and just you live in there.
2: Someone asked me recently, like, do you just, like, why are you always driving? And You're I was like, LA, like, baby. First of all, I have errands. Second of all, I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. So, third of all, shut the fuck up. I take to the car. I take to the car.
1: Thus, I take to the car. Thus spaketh. And that's just how it goes.
2: My, I'm literally in my hype house bouncing in my bouncy Honda element, hearing like the it's like the axle's
1: like about to fall off. (laughs) I know, having had like a similar shaped car and like having driven it to the end of its life, Mm -hmm. I know. Exactly, like the vibe that's happening, where you're like, you become the only person that can drive that car because you just know it's like idiosyncrasy yeah. as well. Like, anyone else would drive that car off a cliff by accident.
2: I might like, convince one day I'm gonna be like on Fairfax or something, and just my car is literally the sides are gonna fall off, and I'm gonna be you're gonna hear like, doot, 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 do do doo, 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 doo. <laughs> like my. I'll have like an old-timey car somehow. And it no, just... it'll go
1: full Flintstones where the bottom falls out and then you just drive it by running on the ground. I'll
2: do it to save money.
1: I mean, that's my car, my Jeep RIP to Lady Liberty. She, I was like convinced I would hit a pothole and she'd just like fully fall apart.
2: Yeah. I mean, Thankfully it's... it didn't
1: happen, but when you have an old car, you can't teach an old car new tricks
2: i can't like this this car has to last for where i am in my life like i need my honda element to like
1: how old is she what year is she okay not
2: that old not that old i see a honda element on every street now
1: oh yeah they're popular
2: in la specifically
1: they're killing it in la
2: they're fucking killing it they're fucking slaying the they're game. fucking slaying it
1: but your car is like almost vintage Mine is the 2002. That was vintage.
2: Damn. What color?
1: Red. Red. Oof. It was a cherry red. Ooh. It belonged to my stepmom before I took it over. And then I had it painted by Kenny Scharf. Oh.
2: And it had, like,
1: it was car bombed by Kenny Scharf. Not actually bombed, but that's what he calls his, like, art. Yeah. And so then I was like, this is fucking cool. I love this car. Then eventually the AC stopped working. hmm then it was just me riding around with the windows down all the time hot 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 (laughs) as hell just sweating it up in that car then it was like the brakes kind of stopped working then it got really rattly then it started making like a horrible sound like a all the time and i was like she's dying
2: someone my old roommate commented on my a video i posted from him he said you sound like you're in a tin can
1: it is tin can vibes.
2: But you can... It can dry really easily. You can, like... You can literally hose down the car. Because it's cool. all waterproof. L- at least mine is.
1: Aren't all cars waterproof? No,
2: not like this.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: that. inside, you can, like... Oh. You can get wet inside and oh. not... And not... Because it has, like, rubber...
1: Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Retractable shit. Anyway. This, this is the
1: Honda Element podcast. Car talk.
2: Um... <laughs> But yeah, the Addison moment was a big moment for us. It was huge. It was huge and a sign that we should be on TikTok. So yeah, thank you to it all. It
1: was a synergistic message from the gods mm-hmm. themselves, being like, "You are both on the right path."
2: And then you're also both really old.
1: Mm-hmm. You're both. I was like, I am 37, <laughs> and this girl is how old is she? 20. Oh, okay, older than I thought.
2: I watched. Also,
1: I forgot. I was like. I really should have used this angle, but I was too starstruck in the moment. Addison and I have the same hairstylist. Shout out to Kylie. She cuts my hair and she does Addison's hair. And I was like, I should have been like, Addison, don't anyone book Kylie because she's busy and booked because she has Addison as a client. So it's hard to get a haircut from her. So don't even think about getting her.
2: That's like a bonding thing, especially for two women. Yeah, to have the I same... should have led
1: with that, but I just couldn't. I was tongue tied. I was just happy m- to merely be in her presence and bask in her glory.
2: That's like some sisterhood mm-hmm. to be like, hey, we have this same we person no touches Kylie. our scalp. Yeah. Love follow, your hair. Follow us on TikTok.
1: Do you and... love my hair? <laughs> Kylie did it. And plug it. Mm-hmm. Follow us. Come on the pod. Come on the pod. She would do it. Does she watch reality TV? probably no. not
2: i mean she's on the i don't think any of those kids do yeah they're like what
1: they're like who cares who
2: fucking cares guys uh, guys i'm carrie i'm Lara, and you're listening to
1: the matriarchs the M- oh wait sexy sexy unique, unique podcast, podcast. The, the matriarchs of Mosadell.
2: you gotta always say "sexy Unique Podcast.
1: I know, I just, you know how hard it is. Sometimes were, I forget.
2: You were caught off guard by the idea of Addison coming on the pod.
1: I know, I was thinking like, what if, what could happen? I mean... I've wor- I've written her into so many episodes of Saving Sex and the City 3. Like, she is now like a constant presence in those episodes. I think that there's at least three that I've been like an Addison Ray is cast as. So like... I have Addison on the brain.
2: Speaking of really quick, I'm very worried. Why? About just like that. Those outfits.
1: I know the outfits are really They're bad. getting worse. They're getting <laughs> really. Worse. I'm harrowed by every time I open up maybe I once a week allow myself to peruse the daily mail and take in
2: they they have like there's
1: always an sjp on set of just like that and the outfit is always bad
2: that one with her socks
1: did you click through and then look at the outfit in the link
2: the one wait the one you sent me yeah yeah
1: with the like soldier coat yeah i was like honey she was like
2: red who coat, are you red coat
1: who are you yeah she was like cosplaying paul revere um all she needed was a lantern <laughs>
2: her ample cleavage <laughs> her but that that look with the big big droopy dress and the like gym socks and those sandals
1: I I was hoping that maybe she was just waiting and that was like a chill, No, I'm waiting around. That was
2: a Carrie look because then I saw her again with Miranda wearing that same outfit.
1: Maybe they were shooting her from like the... I'll make any excuse. I just don't want to confront reality, which is that the looks are trash. That, (sighs) That hat. She's had
2: like three looks where I've been like, okay.
1: I've had maybe one look where i was like i will accept this but i won't appreciate it it's too much i don't appreciate like the route that this is gone and uh, maybe it? there's like a mental illness storyline <laughs> that can like justify these looks and then hopefully the upswing of the latter half of the season will be like carrie finally gets out of her horrific depression is she grieving i don't know is big these dead? looks are wrong is he might like, be dead
2: is this a widow look
1: Something is something ain't right.
2: Like when she, in that photo of her confronting Natasha, Natasha looked incredible and like was wearing something so chic. And then Carrie was wearing that outfit that I kind
1: of liked. You liked it, but I was like, no, no. No, 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 no. no, 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 no don't no. funk with my heart. I'm about to like personally call Patricia Field and be like, I will airlift you into this set, please. Why didn't she come back? She's doing Emily in Paris. She's moved on. There was a really good post by Kim Cattrall on Instagram where it was like her and Pat Field like catching up, and I was like, "Kim's trolling with this."
2: Totally, Kim's like in New York.
1: I know, so it makes me think that she's has some sort of cameo. We need it. (sighs) Nine one one. We're at nine one one status.
2: Papa nine one one. I need to go to hospital.
1: Because of the looks, yeah, yeah, this is me. There's, a, I need to be defibrillated after I look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I matador. go into immediate cardi- ca- cardiac arrest. Cardiac, cardiac, cardiac arrest.
2: Cardiac arrest. I have to be
1: brought back to life. This is not my hashtag. Not my Carrie Bradshaw.
2: Carrie Bradshaw would probably have to be on a defibrillator if she saw what she was wearing.
1: Yeah, if Carrie could see into the future and it like had a crystal ball and someone showed her herself. She would do high-pitched scream, and it would be an episode all its own, like unpacking how she got to that point.
2: What's your favorite Carrie look?
1: There are so many. I love when she does like a vintage. Like There's one where she's wearing like a fish tank dress. That's like It looks like it's probably just a cheap little vintage dress And like a flip-flop with like a gold necklace mm-hmm. And her hair's up And it's really just like cute and That's so classically what I want carried. I want those outfits And I also like the episode where She meets the stoner guy And like starts dating that like comic book store stoner guy That lives with his parents and like the nice house Oh that was And her looks so... all through that Like even her Chanel in the cafeteria Which is unhinged It still is so cute Like she carrie always had the body that could pull off just like unhinged but cute fashions well she was like man repeller before there was a man repeller Mm -hmm. but but it was actually um it was not repelling anyone no because the the looks were actually like cute these outfits and sexy (laughs) these These outfits outfits are the life repeller because (laughs) it's sucking the life out of me me now my (laughs) crucifix yeah the soul repeller because i die a little bit on the inside soul eater mm-hmm.
2: anyway speaking of eating souls guys, guys. episode seven of mob Wives.
1: <laughs> it begins with spooky music i know
2: i wrote th- that new age it was like
1: oh it was kind of like monks
2: in the the gregorian monks. yeah it was
1: a gregorian chanting who were those
2: guys there was like that monastery that had like an album
1: oh yeah i listened to it a lot it was like if you ever want to just zen out and kind of reset your energy i highly recommend a gregorian monk moment
2: well it was pure moods Mm -hmm. it was all that so we we come up on a pure moods moment the fight is still happening the brawl is still going down the brawl
1: rages on and all you hear with like the establishing shot of the house is renee she goes when your boyfriend drinks he likes to touch
2: carla goes I know, you, I know he slapped you in the rear. <laughs>
1: I was like. You know it? You know it? So you're an apologist. A rear slapping apologist. It freeze frames on Renee's face like snarling at Carla. Yeah. It's it like. Kind
2: of, and she's like. It kind of goes to this <laughs> semi flashback slash. Just catching up. you up to speed. Yeah.
1: All the f- on every mark of the brawl.
2: Renee goes, nobody fucks with my son.
1: My son, Kala. My son, Kala. Drita squares up.
2: Yeah, Drita, and Drita squares. and she goes. <laughs> Drita's a, she's, she's like. a street fighter. She's like a drunken Irishman in a when bar. When it's like,
1: choose your fighter. And I would choose Drita <laughs> for sure. Like Chun-Li, forget it. I'm choosing Drita DeVanzo.
2: I would, yeah. Drita is literally (laughs) barefoot on the kitchen floor. Mind you, this is a Sunday night in Staten (laughs) Island in like the middle of February.
1: This seems like a classic Sunday night brawl. And when Drita squares up, that's when Karen decides to enter the ring.
2: Karen just decides like now is my time to unleash my anger at Drita and just go in. Karen (laughs) slunges at Drita.
1: Renee goes, my beautiful Sunday dinner has turned into a cage fight. Renee goes, I've never raised my hands over a man. <laughs> she There's one point where she's t- just had to take a breather at the island and she's leaning on the kitchen island, just like huffing and puffing. <laughs> I was like, Karen, you're about to go into cardiac arrest. Karen smokes
2: Newports, by the way.
1: Indoors. Indoors. So not only is she just like chaining cigs indoors, but she's then re-inhaling all her like, Secondhand cigarette smoke. It smells like the
2: cosmopolitan casino in there. It's I a know chamber. It. Which I love, but also it's probably a, hard to breathe.
1: Her being like. <sighs> 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 but
2: I love Renee everyone. suddenly being like,
1: over a man. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. We are sisters. I wrote, this is Sex in the City. It is. This is like the girls realizing that it's like there's too much drama over men. Yeah. Like when Charlotte's like, we talk about men all the time. Oh yeah. This was that moment except it just involves, instead of Cosmos, it's like brawl. But also Renee talks about men every... Renee's whole life revolves around yeah. one man and that's Junior. Junior and her father. Oh my god, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sex Unique podcasts on tour.
2: Wait a minute. I'm doing that too.
1: I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. Tickets are going fast. In fact, one of the Chicago shows sold the fuck out. You're kidding me. Well, we added a second. Oh, my God. Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets. That's
2: L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash achieve today.
1: I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally. Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micro sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced material and work with partners that care for their workers not happy with your first pair of undies it's on me undies good things come in big packages at me undies get 20 percent off your first order plus free shipping at me undies.com slash sexy that's me undies.com slash sexy for 20 percent off plus free shipping me undies comfort from the outside in sibling fights are
2: unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale
1: Go to getcanopy.co to save twenty five dollars on your canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with canopy's hassle free filter subscription.
2: Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional ten percent off your canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. So Karen and Drita come to blows, and then Karen then shuts Renee up at one point by throwing her vase of flowers at her she
1: smacks it yeah. and it, it, she goes, it breaks up! on right in front of renee
2: and renee goes like this
1: <laughs> she can't believe it but it doesn't say renee, anything so upset at that i'm yeah, like that like, was a beautiful vase of flowers like why did you do that there's broken glass and water all over my kitchen island but she's kind of just like okay I thought that it cut Renee's hand at one point because she was like holding her hand. Might have. And I wouldn't be surprised if she was bleeding. <sighs> also, Karen's out of control. Like you do not need to. Yeah. You're nose your worse. way into this like conversation. She's
2: making it worse. She's chucking a vase at the get the host of the house you're at is not going to help this. Yeah. Literal medlem.
1: Shut up, Karen. Yeah.
2: Or not medlum. Bedlam. No, what is it? Melee. Yeah. <laughs> a medlam. Medlam, Yeah. yeah Durin- the bedlam and a melee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Karen's like, Karen shuts everyone up, but like doesn't really do anything to help.
1: She does kind of mediate, like a little bit. Well, I mean, she power moves by smashing the vase, so then everyone has to listen to her, and she's like, you. I can't even remember what she said. All I was too focused on her painted wine glass that said fabulous on it.
2: Karen brings up the Lee of it all.
1: Oh yeah. She mediates between Carla and Renee, gets them to squash it, and then she turns to Lee.
2: Also, I had the observation Drita sounds like Margot Robbie in the Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Yeah. Doesn't she? She does.
2: And she goes she goes, sorry your new man doesn't pound you and you have to think about Lee doing it to you. I was like,
1: gross. Yeah. Jesus. Renee tries to butt in. She goes, as they're fighting, she goes, it isn't about Lee. It's about friendship. And then Judy goes, is it Karen about friendship? Or is it about how your new man doesn't pound you out enough so you have to remember how mine did? And, goes, and I was like, ooh. I was like. And I just imagine Lee just like pounding out. I'll bet it's hot. Yeah, but also Is like, Lee hot? Like, I don't even know what he looks
2: like. Yeah, he's handsome. But also it was like, It just was like a little weird.
1: It's a low blow. Yeah. It's also like, let's get over Lee.
2: I know. Lee's in jail. Lee's in jail, babe. Lee's
1: in prison. (laughs) He's in
2: in mob prison for eight more years. Yeah.
1: Like he don't know when he's getting out. So Mm -hmm. like time to let Lee go. And maybe like you don't have to be friends with each other either.
2: Yeah. I just wrote, ew.
1: Renee goes, Um, say you're sorry. Say I'm sorry you were my friend and I hurt you.
2: Renee's channeling Lindsay a little.
1: She is. And she's also channeling Hereditary because at one point when she says that, she's just standing across the room. Like everyone else is over here. And it just cuts to Renee and she's like, like Tony 20 feet. Yeah, she's like Tony Collette in the corner style. She's like,
2: she's like up in the corner in the room. Say you're sorry. Say you're sorry now. <laughs> we are friends. We are sisters. Lindsay comes in and goes, This space, it's so lovely. We don't need to be fighting. May I have a
1: cigarette? May I have a cigarette, Renee? It's lovely in here. Lovely. I grew up in Long Island. I grew up in Madrick. That's Long Island. It's
2: Long Island. It's across the bay. You can see it from at night sometimes. It's one of the boroughs. One of the
1: boroughs. Is it a borough?
2: No, it's like a... It's an island. It's like a nation state. (laughs) It's part of New York. Love that. It could be its own state. It's so big.
1: I don't understand New York. I'll say it. It's a weird shape.
2: It is weird, and
1: everything that's going on there is going on over here, and then there's all this over here.
2: There's a whole other America. There's over a there.
1: literal. It's a. It's actually like a square. Sh- it's a square state masquerading. Yeah. Like the only thing it has going for it is the tiny islands.
2: Well, it's upstate New York. It's a whole lot of country, mm-hmm. and then the biggest city in like the world. Yeah. And then Long Island.
1: It's a strange state. It is. But everyone squashes the drama.
2: Yeah. At one point, uh, Drita and Karen kiss and make up. And it looks like they're about to like make out.
1: Drita kisses Karen on like both cheeks, but leaves lipstick marks on her. Which I was like, that's a power move. Totally. Yeah. And everyone hugs. And Renee hugs Carl. And she goes, I take your relationship too personally. Now I can only do Lindsay voice as Renee.
2: Carla goes, I don't do sit downs. I'm not a guy. I just wrote, what? What does She's that mean? Like, men sit down. Women okay. eat dinner. Women eat. <laughs> <laughs> women get tied up on the back like horses, tied up on a post waiting for the men to be down there sit down.
1: I don't do sit downs. What? You don't sit down and talk to your friends? No, you stand. Or you take a seat and eat something. Mm-hmm. Renee goes, we fight hard, but we love harder. It was very Caroline. We fight big. And we f- we make up big, but like they're not like brawling. Like we fight hard is like you mean that is like you physically harm each other. Yeah, and you don't love. I would argue that you don't actually love each other at all if you're no ripping each other's hair out of your skulls. They also
2: there's like a a serenity over their faces after they fight that like they all seem like they just it's like a pastime.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like they seem they all seem happy. And they,
1: like, yeah, the upswing, like the manic upswing following the fight of yeah. them cheersing and like chugging champagne and like laughing. I was like, I would be like, I need to get the fuck out of here.
2: I'd be like, I'm never speaking to any of you again. I'm, I'm going to Yeah, like to that was
1: insane and like inappropriate on so many levels. And I'm uncomfortable that we all engaged with that.
2: That's some trauma shit. Like you're yeah. witnessing a bunch of people who like, that's that was like normalized growing up.
1: Their love language is brawl.
2: is. Not only brawling, like Renee took her to the floor. Like mm-hmm. they were, or Carla took Renee to the floor. They were on the floor.
1: Yeah, someone ripped. <laughs> like they were ripping each other's hair out. Drita, Drita was squared, squared up, <laughs> ready to throw some punches.
2: Karen chucked a vase at her friend. Like they were absolutely out of control on a sunday night on a Sunday night. on the lord's night on the lord's night but like imagine being with your group of friends and all having a hand in this fight and then being like let's just drink mm-hmm. ah, screaming at each other
1: fun. beating the shit out of each other the shit body checking each other and body slamming each other to the ground
2: if i ever did... that's
1: like you taking that vase and like throwing it and smashing it in my house
2: also if if a friend of yours squares up
1: barefoot to fight you. To fight
2: you and punch your skull, you need to run.
1: Yeah, that's all called an abusive relationship. It was.
2: I've never seen anything like this on a reality show where they all were just like laughing. They all had this like energized look in their <laughs> face. Renee was like... <laughs> like they were all kind of panting. I was like, damn. It's because they're all like... Well, at least some of them. It's like they're not having sex with their husbands
1: so they have pent up i've haven't had sex in a long time and i ain't fighting no you know
2: what i mean though like it's like maybe that was a bad statement
1: no i mean they have like pent up they just have pen it's like the crucible yeah it's like they They didn't know what to do psychosis
2: yeah so they would accuse each other of being witches because they were being repressed by oppressed by men
1: (laughs) i love when drita goes over to carla's the next day and they're reeling from the sunday brawl and laughing and drita was like we didn't even get to eat. I just wanted a meatball.
2: I just wanted a meatball. Renee she, and Karen meet and I go, Renee's back in her happy place, aka Italian restaurant. restaurant.
1: <laughs> Drita goes, if it happens again, I'm just gonna come in with an Uzi. I was like, Drita's always ready to take it to like <laughs> a level that I don't believe is even a joke. Like I'm she's like, if she would come into my house, she would have never left. And then she's like I'm just going to come in with the newsie. She's not lying. No, she would come in and shoot everyone.
2: They're mad at their husbands. I think they're really
1: angry at their husbands, but their husbands are conveniently in jail, so they can't have to, like, bear responsibility or the communication of the brunt of that anger, so then they have no choice but to take it out on each other.
2: I think they're mad at all the men in their lives.
1: Yeah. All the men in their lives have failed them repeatedly.
2: Yeah, and have set horrific examples of, like, what being a man is. And, like...
1: And have left them to, like, be single mothers.
2: And have left them to... Have a completely warped view of the world and like what it is to be a female in this like microcosm of society. Mm-hmm. So to take to take it to the stage and into the ring, they're gonna brawl.
1: Makes a lot of sense.
2: This, they're squaring up on life. They're fighting each other. They're fighting themselves. Mm-hmm. I think Renee and Karen talking. Karen's like, "You gotta stop." Karen confirms what we assumed. That Renee and Junior are fucking. Yeah, and they've been fucking.
1: She, Renee says Junior's been staying at her house, but she goes nothing romantic at all. And I wrote, "Yeah, right." Well,
2: Karen kind of is like, "Okay," she's like, "You need to stop with this."
1: Yeah, because Renee's like goes on and on about how she loves to see Junior with AJ, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, all of this is like." an aphrodisiac and like you get sucked back into to like yeah. this relationship. And especially since he's going to jail, I think it feels like urgency there's urgency and it f- is comforting because you like know when this person is going to leave. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. and it's like, he can't leave you. Or reject you because, like, he's going to jail. So you get to take care of him and then also not be, like, rejected. It's like
2: a control thing.
1: It's a total control thing.
2: And then Renee goes, I love him. We're all together. It's like we're the Osbournes. I was like...
1: The Sopranos meets the Osbornes. I was like...
2: Mm. What a reference. I, was, I like, was like... Honey, get out of the 2000s. <laughs> She's stuck in, like,
1: 2004. I'm like, except I don't want to fuck any of the men on this show. No. And the Sopranos, I want to fuck all of them. Right. So... Not Junior. Not Junior Soprano. Yeah, he's.
2: I wouldn't fuck. No, him. Junior. Renee's Junior.
1: No, I don't want to fuck any of them.
2: Junior Pagan. <laughs> his name. Junior Pagan. I know. Junior oh, yeah. Pave Renee's on... son got accused of unemployment fraud. Yeah. He was certifying for benefits when he was working.
1: Uh-uh. Which... You guys don't. Like, if you're going to scam something. Unemployment is not the thing to scam because no. they are on top of your ass, like they, they like, yeah, it's bad, having been on unemployment and having thought about maybe trying to scam them <laughs> and not scamming them because they are too much, like you just should never fuck with the i r s you shouldn't never. fuck with like unemployment, never well, any government like government anything that deals with money. Like that's the one branch of government that actually does do their jobs incredibly well. And they keep tabs on everything and you just shouldn't scam them.
2: Yeah. It's I've, I've had like, I've had them. Yeah. (laughs) I had, I made a mistake when I first ever went on unemployment. I didn't read through like all the things Mm -hmm. and I started a new job, but I didn't get paid for like a month and a half. So I didn't have any money. And I was like, well, I guess you can still certify for unemployment. Wrong. And I was genuinely not scamming. Like, I, I just was an idiot. And then they told me, like, uh, that I'd committed fraud, basically. <laughs> and I had to, like, and I was, and I was like, I paid it back. Like, yeah. they took it out of my taxes or whatever. But I was so, I was like, oh my God, I, like, I'm going to go to jail. Like, I was, and I, it was just complete stupidity. And the woman who who I talked to about it had zero mercy.
1: No, they don't give a shit.
2: And I was like, I was like, please, like I didn't have any income, like I was like, I don't know, I didn't know what else to do, like, blah blah. And she was like, I'm sorry. And I said, do you have a do you have a child? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yes.
1: Did you say? Well, you need to teach him what to do with unemployment. No, I was like,
2: I was like, well, I hope if he's ever if he's ever in my position that he'll get someone like you, on the phone. <laughs>
1: I love look getting it on your high horse. I like I've cried,
2: I mean that's such a Karen thing I've of me begged to do. and pleaded. everyone's a Karen with unemployment though
1: I mean it's and it's very complicated, and they make it. It's like why is this not just like easy? Why is nothing easy, and everything's like a million little fine print words,
2: but guys be really, if you're ever on unemployment, like please take my and like it's fine now it's settled, but like
1: read the fine print read the
2: fine print and certify and like check off all the weeks that like i know it sounds like i'm like it's obvious what i'm saying but you forget and keep track of every time you you worked and didn't work and you need to take 2 weeks between i think or some a lot of time between the amount, last time you worked and don't breathe when you're on the phone because even a one breath <laughs> or cough will cancel the certification
1: yeah, you gotta just
2: like. I, I'm like this, and I when I used to certify, I'd be like, not breathing. Do you know
1: what I mean? Yeah, it's been a long time for me, so I'm a little less. I'm less up to date on the California rules, but I will say I didn't pay taxes on my unemployment, and they got me there. They got They'll, me, girl. They will. They will They'll always fuck you. get you. They're gonna They'll fuck always you. get you. So just. So just don't scam. Think don't, of something else to scam. Don't scam, th- yeah. Don't scam the U.S. government. Yeah, they don't appreciate it.
2: You can't fight city hall. You truly can't. I'm they trying will...
1: to think of like someone good to scam. Scam extremely wealthy people.
2: Scam like
1: they have a lot of bandwidth and a lot of the time, yeah. The wealthy people I know that have been scammed don't even care at the end of the day. Scam, they don't even do anything about it.
2: Scam Jeff Bezos or
1: yeah scam billionaires they have money to lose yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> um carla goes out to eat with her brooklyn girls and
1: well karen oh, says she wants renee to date
2: oh renee she's like you got to go on an online dating thing. yeah
1: she's like and you and gotta Renee's just like, fill out the profile like go on online dating trust me and, get, and renee goes what am i gonna say hey i'm renee graziano i like men who've been incarcerated And Karen's Uh, like, no, you're looking for something different. I was like, Renee. Renee, I really related to her dating journey and storyline because I was like, this is literally me trying to like online date. I find it so frustrating. It gives me instant anxiety. And I truly go to a place of I'm going to kill myself when I like. She says that at one point. I know. I was like, Renee, I see you. And then uh, we'll get there. But I was just like, Renee and I are one in this moment.
2: Hi, I'm I'm Renee Graziano.
1: I like men who've been incarcerated. I like men who've been incarcerated. I'm like, well, online dating is a great place to start. Yeah.
2: So Carla goes out with her with her BK gals
1: at C and Eleanor,
2: and she and her friends were worked on Wall Street in like the 90s, I think.
1: I love that for them.
2: They were like boiler room girls. I
1: want a movie about mm-hmm. Carla at C and Eleanor.
2: Carla on
1: Wall Street, just making good money. Carla met Joe also her, on wall street her ex-husband and i have a theory so she said she like worked in the sale like worked for joe and then they were married i think carla was like helping him scam yeah and then she like didn't get he took the fall but to i'm like scammers. they're two like two wall street people making a lot of money together there's no way that they didn't like both do yeah. fraud
2: she was like he got let go and then i got let go
1: I got fired when Joe got fired. I was like, yeah, because you helped him.
2: She was probably like keeping the books. Definitely. But I I loved imagining these three women like working girl style, like. Catching the subway, going to work,
1: putting their heels on when they get to the office.
2: Wearing the sneakers on the subway and like working in a boiler room and just like tick tick tick
1: sassing the guy you know they just got sexually harassed left and right of course and they but they gave it right back to him they're like get your fucking hands off my ass you piece of
2: shit doing a little coke
1: Mm -hmm. they're like you want a little bump we're going to the bathroom
2: yeah we're gonna do a little bump come on etsy etsy doesn't like coke
1: yeah etsy you keep a lookout you keep a lookout put a Um, little vodka in your coffee
2: but it was cute i like seeing her with her childhood friends mm-hmm.
1: and i like them joking about <laughs> joe they're mm-hmm. like he's in for a shock when he gets home because he doesn't get to see his kids and he doesn't have me anymore and he has to go live in a halfway house and they all laugh and they go let's chance to live in childcare." and carla goes who and they go joe <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yes i was like, I was like girls. I,
2: when they said that i was like what a couple of ball busters they
1: are i wish they were still on wall street yeah Carl and Joe seemed like they had a swag life before
2: the
1: axe came down. He was like, like, we had a beautiful house. We drove nice cars.
2: He was like embezzling, right?
1: They had twins.
2: They had twins.
1: I don't know what he did exactly.
2: Was he working for the mafia?
1: Let's Google it.
2: Or was it just like a, because why is she a Joe Ferragamo. Joe (laughs) Ferragamo. Really? Yeah. Carla Farragamo. Was he he in the mob or was he just a crook? Did he steal money for the mafia? Did he steal money for the mafia?
1: I don't know, but then Carla's dad also went to jail. So I feel like it's just like a crime life. Yeah. The men behind mob wives. It's an (laughs) e-book. Joseph Joe Farragamo was at one time. Joseph Joe? uh, (laughs) No, Joe. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) This is my man, Joseph Joe. Joseph Joe. Was at one time a legitimate stockbroker before he was sentenced to prison. Joe worked for six different securities firms from 1997 to 2001. Whoa, that's a lot of turnover. Yeah. He was released from federal prison on September 23rd, 2011, after serving time for running a boiler room scam. Mm. This scheme caused many people who thought they were investing in legitimate stocks to lose large amount of their life savings. Damn.
2: So it was a boiler room.
1: What is a boiler room?
2: It's like in the Wolf of Wall Street, where it's like
1: where they're like two, one, two, or that's like the floor. No, that's like the floor. It's like where they f- pick up the phone. and They're like, "We're gonna buy forty-five on yeah, yeah, yeah." Etsy.
2: No, it's like it's like a fake.
1: He made off to people. He yeah, was like, like, "Invest in my fund, and I'll take your money, and I'll give you high returns." And you just gave him his money, and then he took it.
2: It's like yeah, it's just like it's like a bunch. It's like cosplaying as a real, legitimate bro- uh- brokerage.
1: How you know do I you mean? like prevent that from happening?
2: I mean, I think it's really hard. I think there's a lot of that shit going on even today. But it's basically like, it's like in the Wolf of Wall Street, like everyone's, it's all fake. Yeah. Like you're penny all, stocks. Yeah. And you're all just making so much money. Like everyone is making money. But
1: how are you making money off of fake money? Or like, how are you making money if think, everything's fake?
2: I think you're like projecting what stock is going to go up and you're telling people to invest. And you don't know actually what you're talking about. And then they give you the money and then you move that money to pay off some. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's all. I think. I don't know. Who wants to correct me? Joseph Joe. (laughs) Boiler room is, I think it's supposed to be like a. Because it's like in the back room, back of the house. Back of the house. Yeah.
1: Boy, I'm Googling boiler room scheme.
2: (laughs) I think I'm right to some degree.
1: call center where high-pressure salespeople call lists of... This is also Jen Shaw vibes, too. Totally. Lists of potential investors suck a list to peddle speculative, sometimes fraudulent securities. Sucker lists identify victims of previous scams. The scheme. They apply high-pressure sales tactics to persuade investors to purchase securities.
2: So it is Jen Shaw. They
1: cold call you. Yeah. These methods, if not illegal, violate the National Association of Securities Dealers. Damn.
2: Yeah, they, like, convince people to invest. And in then like, they just
1: take all their money. And they
2: just take their money. Ugh. It's literally what Jen did. She would, like, power play people. Yeah. And leave them voicemails where she would be like, hello, this is Amanda. Your car
1: warranty is about to expire. Like, yeah. that kind of
2: shit. Call me back at.
1: One time someone called me and was like, you owe a lot of, like, tax money. Call us back to pay it. And I was like, this is not they got me. Because I actually did owe a lot of tax money. And I was like, is this how it works? And then I emailed my accountant and was like, what do I do? And they were like, don't call that number. Like, delete it. Like, they would never call you and ask you to, like, pay it. I'm literally about to be like, take yeah, it. Take it all. No, but, like, I don't even answer calls I don't no, recognize. I have the call block thing. hmm Get um, away from me. Get away from me.
2: The moon hangs high over Staten Island.
1: It really does. This episode is spooky.
2: Drita goes over to Renee's to do her online, to set up her online profile for her. It's like an OKCupid or something. Mm-hmm. And Renee's just chafing Newports in her house, and they have giant chalices full of white wine and ice.
1: Mm-hmm. And it they kind of look delicious. Yeah. I was like, I want this sit down, like helping Renee.
2: And then she's
1: trying to answer like profile questions for her. And Drita goes, All right, do you drink? Who doesn't drink?
2: <laughs> yeah she goes your body type and renee goes oh i'm not answering this that's a horrible question and then and then judy goes your income and renee goes now why would i answer that
1: that's private that's private
2: and she, she goes is, hobbies and renee what are goes, your hobbies scraping the side of my skin off
1: She goes, my hobbies are starting fights with my friends plastic surgery scraping the skin off my face Injecting my lips. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, same.
2: And her and Rita literally. I feel like there's like sto- stoned,
1: stoned. Hashtag
2: stoned. That picture I sent you with that face.
1: Renee is up to no good on Facetime. Stoned. Did you see her body Facetune? Sure. Literally, snatched. it looks like a crescent moon. Like it's it's unnatural and ungodly. The things that she's doing on Facetune. I love it, but I'm here for it.
2: We support you, Queen Renee. Yeah, go off. Scraping the skin off my face.
1: Saw so fights with my friends,
2: and they they laugh and laugh like it's the funniest thing they've ever seen. And then they think
1: that was the funniest moment of Drita's life. Drita,
2: <laughs> Drita talks about it later. She's like, "It took me two days to recover from laughing." She
1: was my face hurt for two. My cheeks hurt from laughing so hard.
2: Renee, um...
1: Renee browsing. I'm gonna shoot that alarm. I know I'm gonna kill someone.
2: Renee then. Um... They set the profile up, and within like seconds, she gets.
1: She's browsing men first, and she goes, "He looks like a cheetah." And Rita goes, "He does look like a cheetah." And she goes, "He looks like a convict." Is this my options in life? I'm gonna kill myself. And I was like, "This is literally me."
2: Hashtag relatable.
1: <laughs> Antonio. Antonio. Her. He's he could, he's I feel like he's like a
2: Europe, like a scammer from like Eastern Europe. He
1: literally is like, um, it's like a bot. that or like that Showtime docu-series that was like about the guy that like scammed women oh, on dating sites.
2: That guy, I still think about his face and I get like a chill down my spine.
1: Just cannot believe that he'd scammed so many women.
2: And he has no remorse.
1: No, he's like living, laughing and scamming. No, he's in jail. Oh, now he's in jail. But
2: he's, like, completely just, like, you don't know my story.
1: Renee totally would get targeted by, like, that kind of guy. But I think also she maybe wouldn't because the way she deals with Antonio is amazing. She goes, he's European. He wears loafers with a sweatsuit. He's pushy. (laughs) He's pushy. (laughs) Renee is, like, you have to approach her with caution. Yeah. You cannot. She's,
2: like, a yeah she's like
1: she's like a wild grizzly yeah (laughs) you can shoot off like a grizzly you fire a warning shot and then you like go and to get her to like run away i want to
2: have this approach to social media that she has of just being like scared of it and having (laughs) having a friend just like do everything for me and like set things up and then me being like having a profile but never using it
1: that's me and every yeah. time I log on I'm like I no. literally swipe through And I get so depressed And then I'm just like I gotta take a break And then I won't re- revisit for like six months
2: Yeah but then good things can happen Like the lead singer of Spin Doctors tweeted at me And said "Beep beep That
1: was cute But that was an online dating
2: I'm not talking about online dating I'm talking about just like I want to have this approach in general to all social media Just being like I wish I'd had that. I did
1: have that in the beginning. Want to know what? Like a more tempered approach?
2: I, my sister and her friends, the first time it was available for non-college kids to have Facebook, my sister and her friends made me a profile because they wanted to like cute, harass me on Facebook and like leave me silly messages. Mm-hmm. So my sister made me a profile and I like put up a picture and I didn't use it for a year. Wow. And I had all these requests. I just didn't use it. And I wish, I was like, that was cool. Why
1: didn't I keep to that? You needed attention. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Frankly, I guess I didn't need attention at that point.
1: Yeah, you were like, you felt like you'd gotten enough attention.
2: I was like, I don't want this. I have MySpace.
1: Yeah. There's always one that you, like, that will be like the thing that you get attention from. I'm not meaning like you specifically. No, I did I want mean, attention. like everyone.
2: And then I, and then I was like, mm, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Guess I need more attention
1: the attention economy
2: and then i and then i was i was i was like hesitant to get on instagram it took me years to get yeah you were
1: a late comer to instagram and
2: then i was like well (laughs) guess i need more attention Need
1: more attention so here we go
2: but everyone was like do it do it and i was like no and then i did it and then just ruined my life
1: that dopamine hit you're you literally get like dopamine to the dome
2: I know But I was so good At it in the beginning Because all I did Were just grotesque Photos of me Where I was like Going like <laughs> and Like crying In the streets Of New York like it, all, it
1: always starts Like So pure So and pure like, So funny And cool And cool And innocent And then Disgusting. You become a, a slave To the algorithm Now You I'm become a, a slave To the
2: app Now I'm just like Literally just ruined My life
1: No I know. I can't even Destroyed like, my
2: I read this I posted this About this New Yorker article This neurologist um, wrote this piece about how this age of social media, what it's done to the human brain, is the equivalent of like a catastrophic brain event. Yeah. Like a hem- like an aneurysm or something.
1: Well, there's been the first recorded incident of social media like psychosis where Great. a bunch of, like there's this one TikTok guy who I guess has Tourette's but he like TikToks about his Tourette's, but now doctors are seeing an influx of kids being sent to them because they have Tourette's, but they're really just copying his like speech patterns. And they were like, this is the first recorded incidence of like a social media, like mass hysteria.
2: Is it like Munchausen kind of?
1: I don't know. I mean, it's bad enough that I guess the parents are being like, you need to go see a specialist about your Tourette's when really they're just like,
2: well, also the Peppa Pig thing. Oh, yeah. That's psychosis.
1: Mm-hmm. We're all a little psycho. Damn.
2: Anyway, Karen's daughter comes. She picks her up at the airport. That's cute. That's cute. It's, it's kind of like, okay. But-
1: <laughs> Renee also said if she went on a date with Anthony, she would have called Junior. She yeah. said, I would have called Junior, told him to bring Bobby Bada Bing and Sammy Salami and shut this shit down. like,
2: <laughs> She's so fucked up, Sammy Salami. I love her.
1: She lives for him. Sammy Salami.
2: She's never. She. She's just gonna. That's her whole life is gonna be like. Well, now she seems to have like a hot man.
1: Yeah, I think she like. She switched, her like strange addiction switched from like incarcerated Italian Americans to face tuning. Herself into oblivion. And right, that's like stoned, stoned, which I think is like a pizza place.
2: Yeah, I think she is like probably a co owner of some kind of joint.
1: Still trying to figure out what hashtag stoned means, but I'm like, I love her life for her. I think it means like, I think it's like stone fired pizza or something, or like pizza cooked on a stone. It's like innocent, I think. It is not like cannabis. I thought she was like fully, like, had a cannabis empire.
2: Yeah, there was one photo where she's like this,
1: <laughs> stoned,
2: stoned. <laughs> um, please come on our show, though.
1: Please, Renee, we Renee, need you. We, we need crave you. you. <laughs> we crave. We crave her. Uh, <laughs> Drita's going through her sexy pictures, and she goes, "Jizz, come here. Jizz. Do you want to see my sexy pictures?" I like her nickname for her daughter Giselle is Jizz. Jizz. <laughs> I, like, I'm like dying, actually, for a daughter named Giselle that I call Jizz. I would, jizz!
2: I would call her, like, L. I'd
1: something. call her Jizz. Jizzy. Jizz.
2: Hey, Jizzy McGuire, get over here. Jizz, come hey. down here. Look hey. at Mommy's
1: sexy pictures. <laughs> hey, Jizz. Like, hey, you...
2: Jizz, come on over and see Mommy's tits.
1: Straight up calls her daughter
2: Jizz. Hey, Jizz, get over here and see Mommy in a thong.
1: Jizz, stop that.
2: Jiz, put that toy down and stop being a fucking idiot. Jiz, I and want to. Mommy's once. tits. Come see mommy's.
1: Jiz, get over here. Get over here, Jiz. Mommy got some new pics of a pussy. <laughs> Come see mommy's pussy. Jiz is wild. Jiz
2: is wild for this. Jiz is also just like, all right.
1: She's like, okay, and she's like, which one do you like best, Jiz? And then she's like. She's like, I like you naked. I was like, whoa, this photo assistant. Jizz, get over here. We got to pick out some photos
2: from mommy. Come see mommy's.
1: Good choice, Jizz. You <laughs> going to help me mail them, Jizz? I was like, you got to stop with the Jizz. Just call her G. G, Gigi. Yeah. Gigi, get over here. It's like a- She's got to know that Jizz is not like the nickname you want to call your daughter. I
2: don't know. I think they have another word for it, like Spunk. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but like it was jizz. Maybe jizz wasn't really a thing. Yes, it was. Back then? Yeah. It was a thing when I was a kid. People. Jizz? Jizz. Okay. Maybe. She um, calls it. She she calls it splooge. Splooge. (laughs) Spunk.
2: Get over here, jizz. (laughs) Hey, Spunk Weasel. Get over here. Come look at mommy's big tits. Hey, come. (laughs) Come. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey come
1: get over here we gotta look at mom's tits hey hey come gotta hey come stain get over here mom took some new photos of a tits the perky which one do you like hey, best k- <laughs> hey come get over here we're
2: gonna go to jail <laughs> <laughs> this is a bridge too far <laughs> hey jizz jizz <laughs> Jizz. I've never heard someone say jizz.
1: Call their child. Their child's nickname is
2: jizz. Jizzy's. Isn't Jizzy's like a
1: type Even of like Jizzy fizzy, would be cuter. water? I don't know. Jizzy. None that I would drink. Jizzy. You think jizzy's cute? I think Jizzy. jizz, jizzy's cuter than jizz. <laughs> jizz. Jizzy, get over here. No. Jizz. <laughs> hey, <come> face. Hey, <laughs> jizz. jizz. Jizzy. Jizzy's cuter. Hey, semen, get over here. (laughs) Hey, semen. Semen. Hey, sperm, come here. (laughs) Semen is kind of cuter than jizz. Semen, get over here. Check out mom's tits. (laughs) Look at mom's big
2: boobs. She's
1: going to help me mail them. Look at mom's jugs. they drive over to like a fucking... Post office box and <laughs> jizz. <laughs> jizz.
2: I wrote. I feel bad for Drita because she's like, I want to. I really want to make.
1: She's just doing her best. I, truly. Know, I know, and I think that she's actually a really
2: good parent. She's a she's a really good mom. I'm not. I'm not saying I feel bad for her that way. I'm saying I feel bad that she's like wasting. She's and she kind of alludes to it. She's like, I feel like I'm wasting my. She looks hot. Yeah, she looks great right now. She like shouldn't
1: she... be waiting for this guy no. who literally, I believe, got out of prison this time and went right back in again. Like yeah, he's she... in prison now.
2: Oh damn!
1: I think I think I'm not sure.
2: She should be like out there being single and like having fun and like yes. fucking. And, like, she's the, being... in her prime. She's in her prime right now, but instead she's going jizz. Jiz. Come over here and look at these sexy photos, and mommy, mommy's gonna sail to death.
1: Has to send him to daddy to keep the relationship hot. I'm like, this is a one sided relationship.
2: And the daughter's like, who?
1: Yeah, like a, <laughs> the strange man that you call daddy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's, mommy, what's a daddy? um Drita and Carla go to Puglia, the restaurant.
2: Yeah, oh. and they, Carla explains that Joe's gonna have to live in a halfway house, and she's like, oh i have like free daycare i'm gonna the kids can go stay with them and then and then drita goes carla no 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 no. like you don't want your kids going like that's people get shot over there like you don't it's not a place for your kids to go
1: the halfway house sounds harrowing yeah
2: and drita's like she knows yeah she's like no you're not sending your kids and carla's like oh
1: oh yeah and then
2: carla has drita and karen over with their kids which i was like where's renee and then I was like, maybe the kids are afraid of
1: her. <laughs> yeah, they, Renee is too much to unleash on like children. She goes up to me and she goes, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> <sighs> she goes, she comes
2: can you imagine?
1: She's too intense.
2: Our yeah, Intensity <laughs> is just so much. Like the the kids, kids are so sensitive and like, that would be a lot.
1: You can't have like Renee starting around your like six year old. Yeah. Drita brings her kids over, and Carla's wearing an apron that says Domestic Diva on it. The
2: food looks really good. Yeah. It's cute. They're having like a little...
1: They have their little supper.
2: Yeah, and then Carla's complaining. One of her boy twin, Joe Jr., is like going through a hellion phase where he's having just trauma-wrought tantrums. Uh, Carla...
1: I hate to, like, put this judgment, but I was, like, she's saying in front of, like, all her kids being, like, yeah, I like them, but I like dining without them better. Like, I just don't think that you should say that kind of stuff around your kids. And, like, her, I just don't think that she's a very engaged parent based on what I've seen and then based on Drita. Because, like, Joe's like, flipping out, like, throwing a tantrum, hitting Carla, who's just, like, sitting there and is understandably over it. Like, I'm not jealous of her situation. No. It probably sucks. But then Drita, like, grabs him and is like, what's coming? What's the problem? Like, now say a sorry to your mother. And then she's like, all right, come with me. And, like, deals with the situation in a way that I was like, Drita's, like, she's gets a mom. in there and, like, parents her children.
2: I think all of them... Our, like, I think even Renee is like, I would want her as a mom over Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not.
1: Her following you around, scream crying. do me. I'd want Drita as a mom.
2: Yeah, Drita's cool.
1: Like, she's ferocious, but like she cares a lot. And like. Yeah, she gets gonna- kids. Yeah.
2: She gets when kids are acting out. It's she, she asks. She knows there's an issue. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Instead of being like, you're bad. Carla's like,
1: check the fuck out. Yeah,
2: she's like, oh, he's a little brat. But Drita's like, that's great parenting to be like, what's the problem? Like, what's going on that's causing you to do this? Like, Mm -hmm. she says it's very effortless. Because some parents make the mistake of being like, you're being bad. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, what's up? Yeah,
1: tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's
2: wrong. He's young enough that, like, he's still innocent. It's not like he's... So, like, clearly there's something going on. And then she's like, he just misses his dad. I see the other boys playing with their dads, and I don't think he's ever met his dad.
1: Yeah, but that's also, like, he knows that there's something missing. Also, lest we forget, Carla's still lying to her children about yeah. their father's whereabouts, which is, like... He must know. Yeah. I just am, like, this... He probably has anger towards her. I'm only basing off of what I've seen on the show because I don't know anything else, but that's just my takeaway.
2: I love when you have friends, like, other parents who are like close enough with your parents that like if you, if you were being bad they'd be like stop mm-hmm. like that was always like where she
1: can take him and kind of drag him over and be like come with me
2: like i i've been in like church pews with friends and like we've all been giggling and then like their mom like pitches all of us <laughs> stop it you know and it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of like it's
1: comfortable it's like oh and you pay you mind yeah. you
2: mind even more than almost your parents yeah definitely. like oh yeah sorry mm-hmm Renee can't stop talking about jail. (laughs) She's legit obsessed with jail.
1: She loves jail so much. She's
2: unbelievably obsessed.
1: Nicole comes over to Renee's.
2: I like Nicole. I
1: love her. She's cool.
2: They have a funny friendship.
1: And she has a nose ring. Yeah. Nicole's living.
2: Renee is really funny with, I think she's like, they totally get each other and Renee's really loose and she's still being like, oh, I can't go out on a date.
1: Renee goes, don't get discouraged. She goes, don't get discouraged. I should kill myself after looking at this thing. She says it again. (laughs) She's threatened suicide twice. I'm like, honey, I get it. And then Nicole's like, then delete it. And then they just delete her account. So that's Renee's foray into online dating.
2: Threatening suicide twice.
1: Creating a profile, spitting out, threatening (laughs) suicide twice then deleting it.
2: Iconic. My queen. I wish I'd had that. I just, again, I wish I'd had that like assuredness assurance and that this is a terrible thing renee's like i get it
1: well don't Uh, get too because renee is literally about to just go back to junior that's like why i
2: know i'm being like i'm drinking her kool-aid a little i'm stoned
1: i'm hashtag stoned hey jizz you got some balls you got
2: some balls for saying that you got some balls you got some balls joe
1: Calls Carla
2: Calls Carla And he's like I want a care package so Yeah she, So they're not married or, or like they're separated He must know She's dating someone
1: Yeah but she still Has to like Help him Get out of jail Like give him stuff For his halfway house Because I guess He's just gonna get out of jail And have nothing but, So like she's the one That's on the hook For like
2: But these these women They have to like These women They have to like They have to do everything They have to mother It's like these men Don't They want a mother Mm-hmm. right i mean isn't that like yeah a lot of men
1: i think so but <laughs> even in this like culture it's like Ital- you take care of your, your father italian men are like taken care of by their mothers and then it just moves like the wife just assumes the mother's place
2: he's like yeah put some socks in there some shirts and make it look nice you like, buy a, me
1: underwear she's like i'll buy you tidy whities i like it just would be really annoying i would be so fucking annoyed if my husband went to jail
2: but he's like yeah make it put it in a nice thing make it look nice like you are giving me a gift and she's like okay
1: and then he's like cuz you took everything you took the kids you got the house and like i'm like oof, i don't like that
2: you ruined my life and my children's lives and in, in some ways and went to jail and you've abandoned me for almost a decade
1: i don't like fuck hi- you anyone getting out of two weeks away, getting out of jail and then they're making like comments like that. I'm like, you need to stay in jail. Stay in jail,
2: buddy. Yeah. Stay in mob jail. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make that difference because mob jail is in functioning st-
1: a lot differently than like regular jail.
2: Yeah. Renee goes back to her. I think great therapist,
1: love her therapist.
2: And she basically tells Renee that Renee's issue is that she's putting out what she's, or she's attracting what she feels inside and like what she's putting out to the world. Yeah. So when you're putting out low self-esteem, negativity, and toxic drama, drama, you're gonna attract that. And so Renee's like, Oh,
1: I feel like she's told her this. Like this is just the conversation they have every, every time. time. Yeah. Her therapist is like, I'm gonna say something to you that I've said repeatedly. Renee goes, Don't, don't. She goes, You exude what you attract. And she goes, Do you know what that means? And Renee's like, What? Oh.
0: I mean, oh.
1: maybe I got to was... change some stuff if I want to. Well. And then she's like, I don't know if I'm uh, ready to date yet. And her therapist goes, You know, Renee, you're probably not. <laughs> and I'm just like, Damn. Good on you.
2: I want to go to her. Yeah. I'll fly to Satin Island. She
1: is a no nonsense. Don't, don't. Maybe I'm a little Maybe negative.
2: I'm a, I'm a little negative
1: and uh, Maybe. Uh, I'm not meant to be dating right now. The drama is too much. The drama. <laughs> I love, you know, Renee, you're probably not.
2: <laughs> she, you thought she was going to be, like, if you're Renee, you're probably expecting her to be like,
1: no, put yourself
2: out there. She's like, no, you're right. She's
1: like, absolutely do not subject do not anyone to this lee calls drita because he's oh. finally gotten his pictures
2: there's a song playing and it goes i got this fire in my bones
1: <laughs> yeah and he's like i love the pictures she's like yeah you like them." he goes how big are your tits <laughs> but i was just like i was like holy shit like
2: they don't know what each other really look like anymore i don't think
1: no. I mean, she says the last time he saw her boobs was 10 months ago when she visited him. So I'm like, are you going for like conjugal visits? Probably.
2: But also like I I think he needs these photos to like remember what she looks like.
1: Yeah. I guess cuz you can't like FaceTime.
2: Hearing them talk like I was like, wow, these are people that don't really know each other.
1: Not at all. They've spent more time apart than together.
2: How big are your tits?
1: How big are your tits? She goes, "They're nice." I guess she got her breasts done. She got him lifted. Got him and
2: lifted. And he's just, he's just being like, he's like, yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah, he's drooling for those tits. Yeah, I love just like, how big are your tits? Your husband asking you from jail. And Trita goes. And you're like, can you please not? Like, just tell me when you're getting out of there. I know. Like, <laughs> please. Trita's like, uh, he's definitely, she goes, he
2: doesn't keep it to himself. So he's definitely like.
1: Passing around her photos for like J-O material to his me. I'm like, this is not a good relationship. You okay. gotta get
2: out of there, girl, yeah. please. Get out. How big are your tits? Hey. Hey, how big are you? I'm like, uh, how big are your he's tits? He's like, what color is your hair? I'm
1: like, red. Can you yeah. talk to your parole officer for once in your fucking life? How old are you? <laughs> he's like, do you know this woman? You what color are your eyes? children with her. Yeah. No, probably not. What color are your eyes? How big are your tits?
2: When's your birthday again? <laughs>
1: What's your last name? <laughs> Wait, what's your name again? What's your middle name? Hey. Hey. How, how many?
2: Where are you from? How big your feet? How big your feet? Where are
1: you from? I can't do this. She's like, and she's um, she's like, she. This is flirting. Oh this is that them flirting is like sending your imprisoned husband medium sexy photos of yourself because you can't actually send him like nudes that
2: a weird man took of you in a storefront in brooklyn in brooklyn
1: and then having him be like how big are your
2: tits how big are (laughs) are those how big are those things
1: like they're big it's like that's what you're asking it's also like you you're stuck in your house in staten island with literally in the dead of winter surveillance cameras on you in every single room you have like a security panel of cameras because you're living your life like in fear of of who could come lurking around your abode like this you've got to get out
2: how big are those hey how big are your tits how big are those
1: I'm like, can you fucking talk to a lawyer yeah, and like...
2: Get this shit figured out yeah. because I can't do this anymore on my own.
1: No. I mean, they're in like their own... They're in like Italian death cults. This is like the death cult for like mob wives.
2: Hey, Jizz, your father's on the phone. Come over. Jizz. Jizz, your dad's on the phone.
1: Jizzy, come on over you. here.
2: Jiz, and she goes, Jez is coming. <laughs> And he goes, hey. Hey, Jizz. What's your name?
1: <laughs> what is your name? What Are you a little girl, little boy?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. She's like, I'm a girl, dad.
2: He's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I well, uh, you know, my son. Be good in school and, uh, you know, don't Do date any guys. Do good on test or something. Don't date any guys. She's, She's like, dad, like,
1: I'm four. I'm in preschool. <laughs> He's like, well, you never know. <laughs> you
2: never know. These guys, are always, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to be, when I come out of here and, Thirteen years. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be looking out for him.
1: She's like, I literally don't know you. I
2: don't know you, and I don't want to talk to you. I'm gonna watch. You make me
1: uncomfortable. I have to talk to a man that I don't know on the phone. I'm gonna go watch Peppa. Mm I'm gonna watch Peppa Pig. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was like a. This episode was an unsettling look at like the day to day existence of a mob wife, and I don't. I don't want their life. Yeah,
2: after seeing this, the reality of it takes you out of that.
1: It's not glam. No,
2: it's not Gomorrah.
1: Even Gomorrah is not glam.
2: It's not Sopranos.
1: Even Sopranos isn't glam. It's not
2: Godfather. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was glam. <laughs> it's
1: it's a bad. It's not it's not going to be fun to live a life of crime. No, you think that it might be, but you're just no, terrified th- all the time. I love
2: the message of this is don't scam the IRS and don't live a life of crime. Yeah. Only scam billionaire men.
1: Scam billionaire men. And that's and about it. Yeah. Get like sugar daddies with no strings attached. And take all the money you can. Ooh. <sighs> what i said me me? and like (laughs) talk about withdrawal i'll withdraw something yeah like have like silly have like silly old hollywood
2: yeah have a mid-atlantic accent scam arrangements yeah never see him again
1: smoke a cigarette like a long cigarette holder but don't like darling i never knew such a thing
2: but don't marry a mobster
1: no don't marry anyone period I'm, I know you're getting married. You're fine. Marry people who aren't in the mob. Marry people who aren't in the who in, are sh- the, not the criminals. Springfield boys. Yeah, the like, knocking hey. over banks, knocking over banks.
2: Hey, uh, how about your tits? How about are those tits? How about are <laughs> those tits? Hey, what's your name? It's that It's me. It's Giselle. I'm i'm 30 now oh jizz oh shit
1: she's like please don't call me that
2: he's like what what how old are you now 17 she's like dad i'm 30 i'm 39 and he's like oh shit (laughs) time flies in here
1: Uh, well that's prison for you that's prison (laughs) 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 hey hey
2: we know how it is Uh, guys i'm
1: harrowed by the mob wives but i love them so much
2: um, if you want to get into the Northeast talk, buy tickets to our New York show.
1: Yes, December fifth
2: uh, at the Gramercy Theater. Come join. Join us. Get that new Northeast magic coming on the boroughs.
1: We will go to Staten Island, I think. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been either, and I want to go to Puglia the Restaurant.
2: You want to go and just take the menu? I want to see you just take the menu out
1: and go. A. Hey. I'm like, oh, the Clams Casino. Stoned. Stoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to Renee's restaurant. Yeah. Stoned.
2: God, I wish Big Ange was still with us. Because we know. could we could go to her.
1: It's sad. I know. So much loss in this world. So much. Um, but yeah, tickets. There's links to every city at largemory.com. And uh if you want bonus episodes or content that is ad free go to the patreon patreon.com slash podcast
2: follow laura at Lars marie
1: follow carrie
2: at e and guys if you're gonna come see us please please get vaccinated because some of the venues i think have a vaccination policy
1: yeah just check it out check it out check and which ones
2: require it but just do it anyway
1: don't bring any covid into yeah. our realm
2: keep yourself safe and keep us safe
1: love and light bye bye, bye.